Welcome to the Landco Podcast, where we aim to bring value to landowners and prospective land buyers through our experiences and network. I'm your host and managing partner of Landco, John O'Reilly. Hey guys, welcome back to the Landco Podcast, the year-round whitetail hunter. Um, it is now July. We are filming the episode for June. Um, so again, with Matt and Ryan, um, let's just jump into it, man. We haven't gone over much. Um, June was busy for a lot of things. I think in the deer world, it was relatively quiet. But uh, why don't you guys kind of give us a rundown, Matt? What was a couple of biggest things that you had to deal with throughout June? Sure, just uh, kind of a little bit of a continuation of May and kind of prepping for the rest of the summer. We've been keeping our uh, food plots uh, mowed down that we're going to plant in August. We'll get those worked up here in July, uh, sprayed and uh, worked up so that we're ready to plant in August. But for the most part, just keeping them mowed down uh, and maintained so that it's not such a hassle uh, for us and Ryan to take care of when when yeah. August rolls around. Right, Ryan? want to make it easy for you. Uh, is there <laughs> such a thing? <laughs> so, again, um, yeah. we keep those clean just so when you, you know, what are you going to put those in? End of August, early September. I like to go for um, like mid to late August, just so we can try and catch uh, hopefully some, you know, decent rains towards the end of the month and into September. And uh, you know, I like to keep them mowed down just so we get some, uh, you know, some decent food in there for the deer. You know, late spring into early summer, and then we can just kill them off quick and get them worked up. Yep. Okay. Um, I started with that because I know that's different than what Ryan is going through because you're mostly green plots on that farm, whereas Ryan, he has green plots, but he's also doing a lot of grain. So your food plot kind of situation, probably a little different, Pudic? Yeah, we you know, we obviously get all the production crops in, had some uh, herbals to overcome there, had some replants to do, and then all our corn food plots fine were fine and continued to be good but our beans uh, thinking back into june i went back in and actually re-drilled into the existing bean plots because of some emergence problems so yeah. i wanted to thicken those plots up so we went in and actually no-tilled into the existing beans that i had planted earlier and then uh, been doing a lot of, of the maintaining of, of plots that are going to go in in august i like to try to target august 15th to start getting some of those okay. plots in by August 20th, we're, we're definitely putting in by August 20th, typically, if the weather allows. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, I do have quite a few acres of Roundup Ready alfalfa, so we've been spraying those, spraying the beans. Um, you know, as most people know, uh, if you're in the farming industry, you know that we ran into an issue of uh, dicamba beans. They, they, uh, withdrew that spray so we've been dealing with some water hemp and mare's tail and things like that that we've been trying to keep out of our plots so uh, next year i don't know what we'll do with beans uh you know if we're going to switch to something different that a uh, different chemical mixture yeah. some of these beans are getting roundup uh, resist or some of the weeds that are coming into bean fields are becoming roundup resistant so uh some, we're gonna have to figure that out for next year but uh, yeah but no, basically just in June, we've been uh, maintaining our trails and paths, clearing back where need to be. You know, every few years we have to clear some of those back and uh, mowing the field edges and things like that. Yeah. Did you also 
like you're spraying, do you have to spray your corn again? Or is that tall enough that it kind of choked the weed? Yeah, in June we also sprayed our corn, correct. Okay. Yes. Uh, you ever spray, um, at the same time of year, do you ever put on like a second, oh, we might have lost Pudic, there he is. Do you ever put on like a second round of like a liquid nitrogen fertilizer? Well, I did and I'll never do it again. Really? I'm glad I asked you because I'm thinking about doing it to my, the wetland of the corn. It was doing or the corn in the wetland. It was pretty, uh, well, until yesterday's like giant downpour. We hadn't got much rain. So I was going to maybe boost it, but how come you don't like it? So I put on some liquid nitrogen. It's called a, a crop booster. Yeah. And just to give it our, and it was on our wetland. Okay. That I flooded. And myself and two other, Agronomist cannot figure out what happened. We smoked it, we killed it. No way. So I had to go in and retill all of it up, refertilize, and was able to get some 76 day corn to go back in there. I just planted it two weeks ago. Oh, no. Um, because of whatever we sprayed on it absolutely killed it. And we don't know if possibly the, the corn uh, that I had planted earlier was mislabeled and was not Roundup. Because I also had some Roundup mixed in with that. Okay. And we don't know if it was conventional corn that got mislabeled on the bag. Uh, but anyway, long story short, is uh, I killed all of my duck corn. So yeah. we, we're good. We're in good shape now. I mean, it's it's a foot tall already. So we're fine. okay. This has nothing to do with whitetail, but is your are your wetlands underwater right now? No, because we've got all of ours tiled. Oh, that's right. So all of our wetlands are. I've already looked at them today, and we are in great shape. Now we didn't get as much rain. We only had two and a half inches here. Yeah, I think Canton got uh, four and a half, and I'm too scared to go look at my farm. No, we're, <laughs> we're good. I mean, around the around the blinds and the pits, yeah. uh, there's some water sitting right there, but that those areas were all planted with buckwheat millet, so yeah, okay. Okay, Merkel's used that. He's like a big advocate of that liquid nitrogen. He said it works awesome, but he's the one that told me. Oh, he is. He used it. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> so um, I got a jug of it. Yeah, I might try it on like one patch just to see the difference. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're spraying corn, all that stuff. Um, I know you guys both got into the trail cameras a little bit. We're probably a touch early, but you guys start organizing and doing all that stuff, right? Yeah, I started. I love to get mine on. Some guys love to get uh, theirs out July 1st. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I, I, by July 15th, I want to have at least a dozen out. Uh, I bought a whole new system this year so i'm kind of learning as i'm going with them so i wanted to get them out early so i can work through yeah. all the hurdles and so far they're absolutely unbelievable i know we've chatted a bit about that but that's kind of relevant and kind of cool so what'd you find you guys went to the cutty back link i went to the uh, uh cutty link system cell based cameras uh for the cell based home camera uh so all of the cameras the only the only one that's cell based is your home unit and okay. all the auxiliary cameras link to it link to link to that and then they all i, I uh, made a new web or a new uh, gmail account mm -hmm. so all the pictures come to that dedicated account so you know you're not get, having them text to you you know your phone buzzing 24 hours a day right and right now i've got it set up so all the pictures are coming back every 12 hours and then i will change that once the season once we get into the season and change it to where every four hours my pictures are coming in. So, for instance, you're on a morning hunt and you've got a buck that you're targeting on a particular farm. 
you're hunting that morning four hours after the last transmission of those pictures yeah you'll get and you'll be able to that morning you saw where he was going into bed mm -hmm. four hours from that last transmission you'll know where he's bedded and you can go set up on it yeah is that as so it doesn't email them like instantly not instantly no i don't okay. have to set up that way. it's four hours as quick as you is that the fastest they'll do it is that, that the i don't know i don't okay. know that. uh i can't answer that i just know that four hours i saw the four hour setting and i thought that'd be perfect um, yeah I'm sure that there's a way to do it instantaneously. I, I'm not aware of it as of now. This is all new to me. So. Yeah. Yeah. Peter, there's, a, uh, there's a good Facebook group that's just full of uh, hundreds of people who use the Cuddy Link system uh, and have gone through all the trials and tribulations of it. They can okay. answer any questions. So I'll send you the, uh, the group invite for that. Awesome. Awesome. How many so cameras? Far, so far, it's been, I mean, I hate to say it, but the odds are getting stuck in our favor. With all <laughs> that's what you want. How many how many cameras can you link to the one self camera? It used to be sixteen up until I think was it last fall, Matt, or sometime after last fall they upped it to twenty four. Uh, it's been okay. recently. I know that it, they've yeah. upped it, but uh, I know you can do sixteen. It's pretty great. Days, and I believe they bumped that now to twenty four. Okay. Huh. I'm gonna have to get it. Grab a few of those. How much did you say those were? They weren't too bad either, right? Uh, I don't remember without having the invoice in front of me exactly what it cost, but um, it's not as bad as you think. Yeah, three hundred bucks or something, a camera. Something like that. It's an investment, John. You can't put a price on that. <laughs> Except for when they get stolen. Reconix <laughs> uh, came out with a new cell-based camera that is, I guess, unbelievable. Uh, it's got an unbelievable price tag as well. Yeah. Our only problem, Ryan and I talked about this, is for like marketing stuff, we like the videos to be really good. Sure. And like we even have the last one I bought, I bought specifically for that. So one, at that point, it was like one of the only 4K cameras out there. But it only records 4K in like very specific situations that the light's perfect. And if it's not, you get this like grainy video, which is fine if you're doing like personal and your farms to track deer. But for me, for marketing stuff, it was, it was not that great. Yeah, I've got to say, with my experience with the the Cuddy Link so far, they do exactly what I need them to, is they tell right. me what ears and what area, you know, at what time. But if you want to, you know, be able to say like, oh, look at this incredible picture that I took here and be able to you know, use it for advertising marketing purposes, then, you know, I uh, I tend to stick with my other trail camera pictures that get higher resolution. Yeah. Are you on the, do you have a link system at your place? You don't yet, do you? We have a, we have a link system on every one of our farms. You do? For some reason, I didn't know that. You just don't have the cell one. They just all link. We do not have the we do not have the cell. One. So I can't say all. But we have it on. We have it on three of our farms right now, and uh, we don't have the cell one just because one of the farms is five minutes from my house, yeah. and the other two are so close. You know, Dad or myself and my brother are out there all the time. Anyway, we're able to check it pretty, you know, pretty often. So okay. Well, I'll throw yeah. that link. I'll throw that link in the podcast notes because what's also kind of cool about that is, um, and I don't get into it like you guys do, but I know back in the day when we were like hot and heavy and trying to raise trophy deer on a bunch of our farms, half of the problem was checking the cameras. It's like my old, my old man wanted us to check them every day. It's like, that's going to screw it up. the purpose. Yeah. You know, driving around, spreading sin. Yep. I do know that the clarity on the, on the uh, link system because I believe they send them back to your email or my email as you guys are way more uh, tech savvy than me. I think it's called a thumbnail. Okay. Format. Yeah. So 
this does store they still run off of sd cards mm -hmm. so you, each camera has an sd card and it, when it transfers it in a thumbnail it's the clarity and the uh brilliance of that picture isn't the same but if but you want it you can go get it from the camera from that card right unreal. that's correct yep yeah. the uh the the resolution, the quality of the picture is going to be a lot better in the actual SD card that's in the in each camera. Right. Okay. Cool. Well, I'll put some of that stuff in the notes. But uh, um, what else? I know this month we just got slammed with rain, but July has been kind of crazy. But June, um, what kind of maintaining, um, fertilizing, spraying plots, getting in any stand stuff yet? Or are you going to wait till it cools off for that? I did a lot of mine in February, so I've yeah. got, I short of getting all the bugs out of the out of the blinds, which I did um, come up with a new deal. This maybe it's new to me, maybe not to some of the viewers, but is uh, a product called Hot Shot. And it's a thing that you hang in your blinds. And so it kills all the bugs in there. It keeps right. them out of there. Yes. Now mm -hmm. you gotta go sweep sweep them off the floor mm -hmm. at the beginning of the season. But instead of you know October first and you happen to sit on a food plot in a tower blind and having them million flies in there there's they're all dead on the floor nice oh, that, 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 that I've, I've always just there. i've always you just heard that you, uh, medicated cow ear tags yeah. way to do what was that using like a medicated uh ear tag for cows is what i've always uh heard is the right way to go for that yeah, yeah. hot shot i'll have to check that out yeah i just didn't want to be i don't know what what's in a medicated ear tag for a cat for a cow i just know I didn't want to sit there next to one, so <laughs> this is this is a little bit more safe. So. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah. Yeah, well, send me the link to that. I'll put that in the notes as well. Um, I thought you bought some. Did you guys not get some more tower blinds? Uh, I did not get any this year. Okay. I have any reason for any this year? Okay. So. All right, Matt. No moving any stands around. You know what? Like Ryan said, we uh we did most of that in in February. Um. If I'm checking on any stands right now, it's because I'm I'm working with a purpose. I'm clearing a, a trail off or, uh, you know, going and doing something and I happen to go by a stand or if I'm putting a camera up uh, with our cutting link system, if I'm going by a stand, I'll definitely check it out, make sure that it's sturdy and ready to go. But otherwise, all my uh, stand work is is complete. Yeah. What, well, you say that. Wait till you get your trail cam pictures back and a deer has moved on you. You ever do some oh, if, relocating when that happens? Oh, yeah. If I if I get uh, yeah if I'm getting pictures that show me a deer is you know bedding in an area other than you know sand locations I'll definitely go in and, and put a, a hang on in somewhere and you know be ready to go after them I'll I'll set up some cameras strategically in that area too just to make sure that I can target yeah. in an area where I won't invade his you know his zone but I can still get close enough to him to where I'll put myself in a good spot come October right when will you know that like I know that. When will you be able to identify that, hey, that's the deer uh, that I was looking at last year and start moving stuff around? Is that end of July or August? When's that? I'm into it right now. I mean, it, it depends. Every deer is different on when they started their camera trip. But, you know, there's a couple of deer that I've already identified from last year. Really? And, okay. And, For sure. And I would say in the next, what are we, 15th, 16th of July, yeah. I'd say in the next two to three weeks, you're definitely going to know that that was a deer from last year. Okay. Absolutely. And at so, that point too, they're they're getting really um, consistent with their pattern on on feeding. You know, through August and into September, and you can really kind of 
kind of know what you, you need to have for a plan of attack as you get closer to the season. Okay, cool. So that means July, August, we'll have some maybe reports on what deer made it through that you're after. And hopefully, <laughs> and hopefully, yeah. And if you need to move some stuff around to whatever, have a better chance at them. Yeah, let's just hope we keep getting the rain because there's already been a few reports of EHV. So. Oh, really? Jeez. Well, last night's rain should have it helped help that for a while. We found a dead we found a dead uh, doe down by the creek just uh, the other day. I smelled it, went down there. I don't think it's EHD. Um, I actually think, uh, from what we can tell, it looks like there was a, it was a late birth because um, I found a couple of a set of small legs, you know, coming out of the out of the carcass. There, we think that uh, she was giving birth to a really big fawn here in the last couple of weeks, and just, you know, had some complications. Oh, so. yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, it sucks to find them that way, but, you know, we're pretty confident that it wasn't EHD related, so that's a sigh of relief. Yeah, for sure. Okay. We're uh, just over 15 minutes. Anything that we didn't talk about you guys want to go over, uh, whitetail related? No, it's just we're coming into crunch time now. Yeah, yeah if, you're listening, if you're listening to this now, before we get to the July podcast, I'd say get, uh, get working on getting your trail cameras out now because the growth is starting to happen on these deer. Yep. Okay. Well, cool. All right. Well, that'll wrap it up. Um, hopefully, we'll come back at you with another one in two or three weeks. Where we won't be too late, but uh, who knows, man. It's kind of the middle of crunch season. So uh, thanks for listening. Matt Ryan, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you guys shortly.